No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it wrong. Podcast can take mature content. The few simple expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Smack and Raw podcast. I am your host, the quintessential stud muffin of podcasting, the patron state of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. And I am here with my co host. Uh, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure there's an Eric Bischoff soundbite somewhere, but he doesn't need to play it. Daddy Delgado, the Pornhub Poppy. My friend Vince. Don't let no father, baby. I'm that here. I'm here to cater to you. Anything that you want to do, I'll do it. That is home, man. That is home. It's been a week, and then bef- and then I came in, and we were uh, double penetrating, like uh, pretty Kyle, and then I was off two weeks prior to that. But yeah, man, you know, just turned thirty-one. Decided to take the week off, you know. Oh, my old body, my old bones were feeling it, you know? Oh, we were talking a lot about your body in the pre-show, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And man boobs and dad bod and. Oh, I thought you meant last week. No, yeah. No, we were no, definitely... no, no. Just right now, Vince, you and I were discussing your body and how you feel you're fat at almost 200 pounds. I am 200 pounds, if not like 195, maybe. Uh, shout out to Universal Pod, by the way. What's going on? And Will's in the chat with Katie and Nick. Uh, and apparently, out. uh, he wants your bone. Uh, my wishbone. I don't know. Um, because <clears throat> I keep forgetting that I've designated Katie to news and rumors, and I need to like pay attention and get them from her. I don't have any, so all we're literally going to talk about PN. Oh, there we go. Uh, all we're all we're going to talk about is uh, the ESPN article from CM Punk. <clears throat> did you did you check this out? No, I haven't actually. I heard about the interview. Like, I think it might have been Wednesday or Tuesday that I heard about the interview. That supposedly a lot of people backstage were like uppity about it because it's uh, stirs some feathers or he said some things. Uh... I have people yet- said that the interview might get people backstage upset and could ruffle some feathers. Yeah, I haven't watched nor read it. Uh, I was pretty busy uh, today, so I didn't get a chance to. But it's it's on the agenda. Uh, did you read it? What- I read the article. Um, and here's what I'll, I, I'd love to come on here and be like, listen, this is my unbiased opinion. But clearly, um, I, I have always been uh, Camp Punk over Camp Elite. Uh, we are from Chicago, Vince and I here, the Chicagoland area. You know, if you want to consider Hoffman Estate Chicago like WWE does, then I count. Um, I did live in Chicago for quite a while, like in the city, so it counts. Um, no, Little Italy. Uh, that makes sense. Off Taylor that, Street, yeah. Yeah, that makes um, sense. So 
I don't see anything wrong with CM Punk's interview. I don't, I mean, he, he addressed what happened with the hangman and how hangman went off script and you know he really hasn't addressed it like the bucks have had their say hangman's you know everyone's kind of had their say right he said that he's reached out he tried to straighten things out he you know he felt bad about the scrum he apologized to tony he tried to reach out and sit down and have a talk with the bucks and kenny and hangman and their lawyers basically came back and said don't contact us (laughs) Uh, so there's been there's been no resolution but according to him He's tried. Um, yeah, no, I, I listen. I don't, yeah. We need to address that comment. Chicago pizza is not deep dish pizza, it's ta- tavern style, thin crust, cut in squares pizza. Like Katie's had it, you, you gave it a jizzy as well. So they've had real legit Chicago pizza. That's just the fancy stuff we give to tourists. Sick yeah, of deep that. dish pizza is not. Chicago pizza. No. no, that is just what uh you know you have on a special occasion or you know people want to try exactly. because they're in Chicago and this is the only place they can really get it. But yeah, no, it's yeah. It, that that no tavern style is one hundred percent tavern Chicago style. Pizza. Look that shit up. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with what CM Punk said in this interview. I don't know why it would ruffle feathers. Um, I mean, I guess I could see why it might ruffle some feathers, but like, really, was he just? Everyone's allowed to say what the fuck they want. And he's just supposed to be like everything he does, mm-hmm. whether he is, you know, just responding or, you know, retaliating or he's always the bad guy and everyone. Oh, they have this perception of him. So no matter what he does, what he does is wrong. And he's the bad guy. And it's, it's fucking bullshit. Honestly, uh, for real. Yeah. I was talking with Jess about it. Maybe it's because we're from Chicago, but it's like, dude, it feels like everyone's always against this guy. And we're at least somewhat. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't shit on the Young Bucks and Kenny, because I have. But mm-hmm. I like Hangman. I got no issues with Hangman, even though he kind of started the whole thing. Like, it is what it is. He, he did kind of start the whole thing. Okay, so look, this is the way I look at it. Um, the Bucks, the the Elite, all of them always make riffs or jokes or whatever, gags on the the Elite. They always make reference to stuff on the actual show. Like, I think the their theme song they come out to now when they changed it, uh, it was like a jab at Bucks somehow. I don't know what the reference is. Um, but the new song they come out with, is like a jab at Punk. And they, they've done that in the past, where the Bucks get into it with shit. Like, and and they'll go ahead and talk shit. Like, like if they're like South Park characters. Which, I'm not shitting on that. that that's funny content. But CM Punk's entire gimmick from day one is the guy that does kind of like work shoot promos. Like he blurs the line of reality and and, and fiction, even his time in ROH to WWE. That was like the catalyst of what Punk was. He comes to to AEW. He's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to not be like a Jericho or like a Hogan or or someone that's gatekeeping and stuff. He's trying to like put the best foot forward. Hangman does kind of start this with the comments and shit wasn't handled properly but then again it's like everyone's at fault here at least and then at least CM Punk's trying to like extend the olive branch so to speak um I have no issues with the Bucks except for the fact that they that Matt Jackson ruined the perfectly good pair of Spider-Man Jordan ones um Kenny I don't like his face 
And uh, Hangman, I just really wish she would let it hang. Uh, aside from that, I don't really have much complaint. I mean, I guess you could look at the lyrics of uh, Wayward Son or the opening lyrics of Wayward Son. Carry on, my Wayward Son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more is like in reference to Punk being a crybaby and them wanting to go away. I I guess you could look at that. I don't know if that's true or not. That's Um, what I heard. And I'm not going to perpetuate that rumor um, because we don't know. Um. I wouldn't say things aren't going well in AEW. I, Punk's back. Like I said, we're from Chicago, right? Yeah. I'm not going to sit there and I'm not going to let a guy go out and run his mouth and talk shit about me and not respond to retaliate. Like, yeah. On live TV, I'm I'm not going to put up with that. And he sat there and he he took it from Hangman. He took it from the Bucks and Kenny and everyone blaming him for whatever happened with Cole Cabana getting moved to Ring of Honor and all of that shit, which there was really no proof of. You know, like. He said he did not have anything to do with that. He never took the guy off TV. He doesn't have that kind of power. He wasn't doing any of that shit. And mm-hmm. I guess that all depends on whether or not you believe CM Punk or not. Like, I, I can't verify it. I'm not there, this and that. It, it all depends on who and what you want to believe. But uh, I'm not just going to sit back and let some guy go off script and yeah. run his mouth and try and make me look bad and not respond. Like, that's not what we do. Yeah. So. I, I've never had an issue with the way Punk handled things. Um, he he did. He said he shouldn't have handled it that way. He apologized to Tony. He tried to reach out and you know make amends. And he's looking forward to doing Collision. And I'm looking forward to watching Collision tomorrow. With I'm looking Punk forward out. to being at Collision tomorrow. It's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's, what what it, I mean. Other news: Payback is gonna be in Pittsburgh, bitches. Yeah, there's that. Um, the pits of Pennsylvania. The pits of Pennsylvania are gonna host Payback. So, yeah, there's that. Um, payback in the pits. Payback in the pits. There you go. That that could be the title. Uh, I don't know about all that. Can't show all right. Pittsburgh all that kind of love if Katie's not here. I mean, got to compensate somehow. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, to be honest. Ironically enough, it was the Bucks and Matt Jackson that were, like, heavily pushing for CM Punk to return and come out of wrestling and join the Bullet Club and then join AEW. And then now they're the ones that are just like being like uncooperative about things. And then on top of all that, um, well, we don't know that they got lawyers involved, and it might not be that order from them. That just might be from their lawyers. Like they may not have said, "Hey, tell them not to contact us." That just might be yeah. legal bullshit. But yeah. uh, Noob Noob did say the AW collision is Elton John. Um, Stokely Hathaway was pushing for uh, shoulder lean by Young Dro. I personally would have much preferred shoulder lean by Young Dro, but uh, unfortunately, let me see a bounce right to that thing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't see Tony Khan going with that. So I highly doubt it. He doesn't like fun stuff. Yeah, we never get pay per views. Just let her have this. You can have it. Like I'm not trying to take payback away from the pits of Pennsylvania. I'm just saying I'm not making it the title of my show. But we get a lot, Chicago gets a lot of flack. Uh, Savannah was complaining. There are a that- bunch of fucking haters <laughs> over there in Texas. What good thing ever came out of Texas besides the Undertaker? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, besides those two, Eddie Guerrero, John Michaels. Fuck. All right. Uh, <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, well, like the crowds aren't, aren't aren't comparable. Like it's 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 one of those cities where people come to all the time. It's like it's known yeah. as a, we're Philly. CM Punk. 
Yeah, we're CM- we're better than everyone, and everyone hates us for it. I'm sorry. There you go. They just don't understand our pizza, so they hate us. I don't know if that was a good thing. I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie and the films, but Texas I don't know Chase if a massacre coming from Texas is a good thing. I also love Tombstone. Um, the films, maybe? Yeah, which has nothing to do... Uh, Vince has never had a Tombstone pizza. That's the only reason I brought this up, because I said Undertaker. Vince didn't even know what the fuck a Tombstone pizza was. I didn't. I thought, you, I thought, you it, thought was it was like, a restaurant that I had gone to. Yeah, I thought it was like your local pizza spot. I'm like, oh, that's no. cool. I got, I got many of those. You've never been into a Walmart before? Like you never I, just walk down the pizza aisle and like read the names of the pizzas and no you just I, you just go get a DiGiorno. The only names I know are DiGiorno, but I don't look at the names. I usually just go to Aldi or Walmart and just grab a pizza and don't actually like look at what it's called. I just look at to make sure it's pepperoni. Tombstone got him through college. Tombstone occasionally gets me through when I don't feel like ordering a real real pizza. You know, it's nice to throw in the oven and cook real quick and smash. Yeah. Like I did before our show on Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, one of the two. There are other towns and cities besides Chicago, and those other towns and cities get wrestling shows. It's not in Chicago every week. It's just all of the big important shit is because we're big and important. That's yeah. all. I mean, when's the last time we hosted a WrestleMania? That Facts. We facts. Haven't, we haven't hosted one since uh, 2005. 20, what was that, 22? 22, yes. Yeah. Speaking of Texas, so we, were to, we were supposed to get Eddie Guerrero versus Shawn Michaels at that WrestleMania. Instead, we got Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. And no. on top of that, you're in Pennsylvania. So while Pittsburgh doesn't get shit, Philly does. We yeah. only have one city that gets shit. We don't have two major cities in our state that get shit. Like we got Rockford, but that's just for live events and shit. Like I guess yeah, WCW count. used to go to Moline, but again, still doesn't fucking count. That's basically yeah. Iowa. I mean, if they were to host something in Cicero, like, go. Uh, if, but, but they don't. I mean, technically, they come to Rosemont, which is in Chicago. Which is actually in Chicago, yes. Yeah. They're actually going to be in Chicago tomorrow. So <laughs> I'm from Nashville. We get Beth and Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, I, I do love me some Taylor Swift. I'm not going to lie to you about that. I'm not loving her choices and partners lately, but, you know, that's a different I, conversation. I mean, her entire music career is based on the fact that she has terrible taste in men. So, like... Well, I haven't looked too much into it, but apparently her latest uh, boy toy is a racist white supremacist. So, okay, I can see that. Yeah. Um. um <clears throat> what else we got? So he hates Dilo Brown, is what you're saying? Say what? He's not a fan of Dilo Brown. Doesn't think he should be champion. Is that what you're telling me? I don't know what you're talking about. I can't confirm nor uh, deny. She's in Pittsburgh tonight, tomorrow, which means downtown is a fucking nightmare. See, we you got Taylor Swift. What do you what do you need wrestling shows for? You got Taylor Swift. Um, you just got Taylor Swift too. Vince. Yes. It's about that time, bud. It's about that time. Okay, cool. Open uh, wide. Okay. Say ah. Uh, I'm not doing that. Come on. <laughs> How else are you gonna spit or swallow? Uh Vince, spit or swallow. Well, I'm gonna swallow a sip of my corona. And also swallow the magnificent storytelling and emotional roller coaster that was that final segment on SmackDown between Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, and the entirety of the Bloodline. They had small segments sprinkled in throughout the show, obviously, when they arrived. Then um, Paul Heyman being asked by Roman to go talk to Jay. He talks to Jay. 
not a good conversation. He comes back and it looks like he's in the uh, Paul Hammond's in the doghouse with Roman. Uh, Solo's asking, should I take care of it, my tribal chief? You know, he's really dick riding Roman uh, tonight. Then uh, obviously you get the sick. Say what? What? <laughs> obviously you get more uh, Jay Uso stuff. The main segment was great. I genuinely, at the start of this promo, this segment, I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to get Usos versus Solo and Roman at some point, either Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. And then as the promo progressed, as the segment escalated, I'm like, holy shit, we might get Jay versus Jimmy at SummerSlam or Money in the Bank. And I got hyped. I got excited for that. And then the moment where he's like, nah, you're out. And so am I. And then he super kicks the tribal chief. I popped. I popped so hard for that. And then on top of that, he they go ahead and super kick Solo. And then Roman's living. He's he's not having it. He just eats a double super kick. Fantastic stuff. Uh, no, I so Roman and Paul showed up. Kayla went to ask some questions. They didn't say shit. They just walked past her. Paul gave her a dirty look. Then, like you said, Roman tells Paul, you know, the tribal chief doesn't reach out to people. People reach out to the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. So go talk to Jay. Paul comes over. He's like, I'm sorry. I was right about Jimmy, blah, 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 blah. And uh, <laughs> Jay's like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, too, because uh, it's still if I'm in you're out, which yeah. did not make Paul happy. Goes back, talks to Roman. It's like, not good news, boss. Sorry. Solo, like, just steps forward, and Paul about shits his pants and runs away, screaming like a little girl. <laughs> oh, like you great. said, I was like, you want me to handle this? And he's like, no, nah, we got plenty of time. It's cool. Jay says, you know, uh, or Roman comes out. He says, listen, Jay, you're the future. Uh, I'm the yes, tribal chief buddy. now, but yes, I was buddy. just, I was put in this position to get us to the mountaintop. You're the one that's supposed to keep us there. Jay's like, I I said it before, I'll say it again. If I'm in, he's out. And he's like, you don't make those decisions. When you're the tribal chief, you can pick your council. But right now I am, and this is my council. We got a spot for you if you want it, but it's not your time yet. Yeah. Um, Also, shout out to Wreak Havoc because uh, Roman kept talking about grooming Jay for years. Uh, he knows all about grooming. Um, yeah. Well, being groomed. not That's why he loves Jay so much. Him and Jay have both been groomed for years. He, they they understand it. Well, then, uh, I, I'm with Kyle here, spitting the fact that Roman has three belts now. Uh, I don't know if I love it or hate it or gargle it or I just can't decide. No, I'm spitting it. The whole reason of getting a new belt was to get rid of the other two when I said I was going to be pissed if they walked out and Paul was still carrying those other two belts. And I'm pissed. So... So what I heard was technically he's the undisputed universal WWE champion. Okay. And then wait, chill with the grooming. I'm not doing grooming. Roman's doing grooming. We know people who have been groomed. Like it is what it is. Honestly, like it's, it's a very important detail as a person to groom yourself. You got to make sure you're well-maintained. You're looking good. You know, that's the kind of grooming we're talking about. Right. Yeah, the shit that really got me in this whole thing, though, was um, when Roman said, hey, Paul isn't the problem, Jimmy is. And then Jimmy coming out and he's like, Roman's the problem. He's been grooming you, like we said, blah, blah, blah. And then Roman's like, listen, uh, before I came around, it took y'all 10 years to even get on WrestleMania. Now you're main eventing 
every WrestleMania by my side. It was like, ooh, he's got a point there. He hit him he's with not facts. Wrong. He hit him he's with not facts. Wrong. He was spinning. He's, he said he raises Jay up and Jimmy drags him down. You can't be the tribal chief and a twin. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. Uh, yeah, we got to look at the logistics of it all. And then he threw in the whole Jimmy was the only one mad that I made you the right hand. That wasn't Paul. Paul wasn't mad. That was Paul's idea. Paul said make you the right hand man. Jimmy was the one that had the problem with it. Then we got the, as you said, where we thought we might get Jimmy versus Jay because Jay was hot. He's like, is that true? You didn't believe in me? And then he starts gassing up Roman. You know, I got all this because of Roman. You got hurt. I stepped up. I'm main event and pay-per-views because of Roman, because of Roman. You're out. And so am I. And then yeah. we got that super kick. Oh, my God. It was fucking beautiful. I just wish it sounded like like an actual slap. Like the, It was executed perfectly. I just wish you heard it more. And it, I, I felt like it would have been perfect at that point, but it was great. I loved it. The double super kick was probably my favorite spot because Roman was so pissed. It was, it was probably one of the, the best segments of the entire week of wrestling. Let's also not forget that uh, there was a little moment between Jay and Sammy backstage yes. where Sammy didn't say anything. He was just looking jacked as shit sitting there and got up and kind of stared into Jay's eyes lovingly and then walked away. Mm-hmm. Like, you gave all this up, but I still want you. Yeah. Yeah. See some similarities there. Um. um Go ahead. No, no, that was that was that was my thing. I thought you were gonna go. I am, I am. I just I wanted to make sure you were done before I moved on. Uh speaking of belts uh and new belts, I'm swallowing Rhea's new belt. Um I had to wait. I'm 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 swallowing Rhea's new belt because I got to see it. However, yes. I'm spitting uh USA because me trying to watch without having to go back to the recording, there was no audio on USA. Uh, really on the devices on on two devices that i tried to watch the show on uh so i had to wait till i got home and i was able to watch the recording at home Mm -hmm. um but uh, yeah no Rhea got a new belt and it's exactly what i asked for it is seth's belt in white i've seen a lot of people talking about how it looks better with the white strap for the women uh they like it better blah 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 blah. uh dom coming out to a chorus of booze (laughs) yes uh as you know, Vince said he should be the new El Muerte. Yeah, El Muerte. Yeah. El Muerte. Yeah. Uh, Cody interrupts talking about the slap. You know, the slap heard around the world or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Cody doesn't think Brock has the balls for round three, but challenges Dom to a match of money in the bank. And Rhea accepts for Dom because he doesn't have the balls to do it himself. Uh, Miz shows up. They kind of fumble around for a second. Dom clocks Cody from behind and then they leave. And then. Cody defeats the Miz in a singles match. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm with you there, Matt. I actually had that as my first swallow, but I decided to just stick with SmackDown first because it was fresh in my mind. <laughs> Probably the biggest swallow for me was a yeah, Rhea's new world title. I loved it. It looks great. I know a lot of people are complaining that like, oh, all they do for the women is just make it a white strap and just make it slightly bit smaller. But it's it's like you, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because if you make just like a completely different title, you can get a situation kind of like with the AEW Women's title where it just kind of looked like a uh, like a fingernail at first and then now it looks like a completely different title. Now it's okay. But 
this is the safest bet. A lot of people just are like, oh, they're not created for the women's titles. They don't care about the women's titles. And I think they're just trying to create some symmetry and some quality. They're trying to make it make it like UFC, where the women's titles, the men's titles, every single division title looks exactly the same. And I think that's what they're they're going here with the men's and women's titles. So I'm all for that. Uh, I did not know I needed Dom versus Cody in my life, but god damn it, did I need Dom and Cody in my fucking life. <clears throat> the segment from last week was great. This week's segment, I loved as well. We're getting Dominic Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes. Dominic is going over on Cody Rhodes at Money in the Bank, man. That's crazy. It's too bad you're not on return to wrestling. First off, no, he's not. Second off, uh, yes. no, he's not. You want to put I money guarantee- on that? Dude, there's no way Dominic Mysterio is beating Cody Rhodes at Money in the Bank. I guarantee you that Dominic Mysterio is beating Cody Rhodes at, Re- at Money in the Bank. I was about to say WrestleMania. I might I might put 20 bucks on that. I, I do not see it. Um, I have the vision. I see the vision. Listen. I wish you were on return to wrestling with us because mm-hmm. right now we're like in the middle of the Ray Eddie feud in WCW. Nice. Yeah, because so. you guys just did uh, Halloween Havoc as one of the last pay-per-views, right? And we're recording World War Three probably on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had another match on World War Three that you guys can listen to me talk about if you go subscribe to where Patreon. Vince? The Patreon at patreon.com slash creation world. Where's the, that where's, is... the, where's the banner? Where's the banner? Oh, no wonder I can't find it. You're in the wrong banners. Yeah, I am. But yeah. You have slash creation world for $1. You get two shows. Return to Wrestling with Travis and I, where we talk old WCW, and it is the entire back catalog. It's not just the new episodes for a dollar. It's everything we have done in our watch through of WCW from the first Nitro all the way up to what will be this month, World War III, 1997, as well as the multiverse with Travis and Mara. And there you will hear Mara and Travis break down animated DC films uh, as they do their watch through of those. Um, so if you're an animated DC film fanatic and you want to, you know, go check all that shit out or you love wrestling, you want more wrestling content, you want to hear me complain and cry about having to watch Hulk Hogan on my TV constantly and shit on him a lot and how terrible he is at everything he does. Uh, One dollar. Yeah. Two shows. Yeah. Whole back um, catalog. Yeah. It's it's funny how Allison is like no one needs Dom ever when she's such a proponent and advocate for Charlotte Flair when that's the exact same sentiment that the entire wrestling community has about Charlotte. Um, love you, Allison, but it's true. Like I'd rather have Dom instead of Charlotte. Let me ask you, Matt: Would you rather see Dominic Mysterio or Charlotte Flair? Depends on what we're talking about. Just like a talking segment. Probably Charlotte Flair. Get the fuck out of here. I, I'm not going to lie to you. If we were talking moonsaults, I'd pick Dominic Mysterio. If we were talking naked, I'd pick Charlotte Flair. Like, no, it we're all talking depends naked. on the situation. I'm still taking Dominic Mysterio. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Between your, yeah. your, your uh, need to see Hangman's assless chaps, which all chaps are assless. Uh, let's reiterate that. And uh, let things hang. Uh, not surprised at all. I'm listen, Dom over Listen, you can't call yourself the hangman if you don't let You're not hang. wondering what's got Andrade, you know, hot and bothered and up all night. You're not you're not interested in seeing what hooked Andrade. Uh no, he couldn't I get mean, enough of? No, it's okay. You know, some people like uh flour ta- uh, flour tortilla tacos. I like corn t- uh, tortilla tacos. You know, I don't shame anyone, I don't yuck anybody's yum. 
but that's not for me. Charlotte is a legend in the go. We need her. Wait, wait, wait. Showing Vince. Uh, Everyone complains about the women's division when she's not there. I I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I know. Like, is she a legend? About the women's division all the time. Whether she's there or not. I complain when she shows up because every time she shows up is when it's in the title picture. (laughs) Charlotte looks like a melting candle. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, like I sent you, I sent you a TikTok of like uh, uh, WWE women's wrestlers when they get a championship, and then it's like, like Charlotte Flair pops up and like, I can't have anything good around here. It's I don't think you sent me that one. Yeah, I sent it to you on TikTok. I saw the one that you sent me where it was WWE women's wrestlers as Tim Burton characters. I sent you that too. I don't know if I saw the. Other. Oh, yeah, I might have seen the other one. Yeah, no, I think I did. Now that you say that, I remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, because because that, that's the big complaint is, and it's a similar complaint that we have with uh, with Ronda. It's like, do something outside of the title picture. Who are you without that that title? Because the only time she wasn't doing stuff for the title was with the tag team titles with Oscar. So it's like, who is Charlotte Flair without that title? However, I mean, since we're already talking about her, yeah, one of my swallows was Bianca putting Charlotte in her place on SmackDown tonight. I, I I didn't get a chance to see it. We went to Olive Garden after I got out of work, so we couldn't hear anything. I was just watching SmackDown. So I w- I'll give Katie that. I would pick Dominic Mysterio over Ronda Rousey on anything, whether it's in the mic, in the ring, naked, uh, Dom all day. So I think Dom has more ass than both Charlotte and Ronda. If you put them together. Well, that's just not fair. No, I'm saying if you put them together, he'd still have more ass. Um, Uh, You know, Bianca, so they had the Waller effect and Charlotte was being Charlotte, you know, for and then Bianca came out and she's like, I just, I want to understand how I I lost and I had a title shot and then you just think you could walk in and just give yourself a title shot and Charlotte's like, hey, hey, I also lost and I didn't get my rematch, so I think we're even on that. And she goes, yeah, but I did it the right way. I stayed and I fought to get my title shot back. You went away because you were scared. And like, it was a whole back and forth. And then Bianca's like, I'm the longest reigning women's champion. And I didn't need 14 title runs to do it. Let me, let me ask you this. What's the longest title reign that Charlotte's ever had with any title? Oh, I have no fucking clue. I could not tell you. Exactly. She hasn't had a long title reign. I think maybe like three months, maybe tops. It is insane that Charlotte's supposed to be the baby face here. Is she, though? Is she? Well, the argument is that she was a baby face when she lost and left technically in her feud with Rhea. And since she's been back, Asuka's a heel. So generically, she would fall into the baby face role. But Charlotte is one of the worst baby faces on the planet. So, Oh, she's, yeah, she's not. She, she's a great heel. Hands down, great heel. I don't hate her personally. I, I like Charlotte. I, like, that's fine. It's just like, I hate Matt Riddle personally. Yeah, yeah, we established that that we all have like a hate boner for a wrestler. Fuck Matt Riddle. Uh, for me, that's Raquel Rodriguez, but for other reasons, personally, not in ring wise. Um, I don't know, man. It's just like Charlotte. It's just like I don't, I don't fucking care what you're doing. Like you're just walking in here and you feel entitled to the to the opportunity. It's it's a, a similar thing that I've complained about Becky Lynch because Becky Lynch. Yeah, she's doing something with with Trish Stratus right now. But if she wasn't doing that, she'd be complaining and try to go after the title. 
<laughs> that's that's my whole thing. Like Becky and Charlotte are in that same spectrum where if they're not doing something with the title, they're probably not doing anything interesting. Complaining about Becky Lynch being in the title picture, or Charlotte Flair for that matter, in my personal opinion, is like complaining that The Rock or Austin was in the title picture and somebody else wasn't. Yeah. Apparently she hates um oh nope, Kenny Omega. Yeah, fuck Kenny. Um Vince, bitter swallow. Okay, let's uh let's pivot on back to SmackDown. Let's talk some more positives. I'm gonna continue swallowing in this uh swallow train I'm having having right now i'm swallowing the fact that we had so much lwo tonight on smackdown it start we it started when uh when lwo was in the gauntlet match granted they didn't win however they didn't take a quick l like top dollar did and and hit row that like was he, fucked that was disrespectful that was so fucked up that was so fucked up i saw it i was like damn they must hate him and like i know for a fact michael cole was just giddy like a schoolgirl at ringside, just watching that downfall of Top Dollar. Um, but they showed on the match; they were good there. Selena getting the win over EO Sky. The continued tension. We'll talk. I'll, I'll save that for my next swallow. But Selena Vega getting the win there. Rey Mysterio coming out, cutting a promo, introducing Santos Escobar, putting him over. The match with LA Knight was fantastic, and then Santos gets the win. So LWO getting two out of three wins, like that's above fifty percent. Like this is all I was asking for. I don't need them to win everything, but just win something. I'm gonna steal your thunder. Uh, my next swallow. Fuck, fuck the tension. Fuck EO and Bailey. Shotzi Blackheart's getting her second chance, baby. EO and Bailey are backstage bickering about whatever the fuck they want to bicker about. Shotzi comes up and Shotzi's like, Bailey, you're the reason I didn't win. I would have beat EO if it wasn't for you. And Bailey's like, well, you're just not on our level. You're not, you're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, you want to prove that? All right. How about you uh, put your your spot money in the bank up against me? And EO being all pissed off at Bailey for the shit that she was doing. She's like, she accepts. Bailey's like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, I was just helping like you. I was just trying to be like you. I, I learned it from you. See, this is this is why I was that was gonna be my next swallow because the 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 fuckery of Bailey is back uh, is backfiring on her. EO's getting sick of this shit. I'm just waiting for EO to just pop the shit out of Bailey I made the bank and just go her on her own separate ways. Then we get Bailey versus EO. That should be interesting. Bailey's losing next week. Bailey is losing next week, and Shots is going to take her spot, and it's all serving the greater purpose. Here's the thing: I went on two shows, this show, my show, and Young Kings, and advocated to put Shotzi on there to make sure that we were heard. And I feel heard. Thank They're you tapped in. They're tapped listening. in. Thank you for tapping in. I appreciate it. I have advocated for Shotzi in the bank, and I am going to get. I mean, I'm not saying she's going to win, but right. I'm going to get Shotzi in the bank. At money in the bank, and I'm fucking stoked. Um, same here, man. I mean, uh, I, I could come on next week really sad and be wrong, but as of now, I'm right. Look, man, look, man, Santos got the win tonight. He's not gonna get the win at money in the bank in two weeks. Same thing with Shotzi, she could win it. I will say, Shotzi probably has a better chance to win her money in the bank than Santos has his. Fair, yeah. Um, let's see. What else was I going to say? Went on Young Kings, advocated for Shotzi in the bank. They're listening. Um, 
they did listen last week. Well, will they listen on Young Kings? Because we can advocate it on SmackDown Run. We're probably not going to get what we want until we go on Young Kings and advocate for it there. Oh, shit. Bagley's here. I remember what I was going to say now. Just to be clear, in case anyone is... The the thumbnail that is on this video and the thumbnail that I put out is not actually a picture of me. That is some (laughs) tiny person that Vince took a picture of me and Photoshopped the head onto. I am not that short. That is not my body type. That is not me. I just I just want to be clear on that in case anyone was confused by it. <coughs> Make sure we made that clear. Yeah. I approved it. I, I allowed it to happen. It's cute. It's fun. It's funny. It's not me. For the lulls only. For the shits and the giggles. Um no, but it was it was it was good, man. You'd be you'd if be it was me, I probably wouldn't have cared either. To be honest with you, I said like I don't even care, dude. Short. I'd love to be the meat in that sandwich. Yeah, be the cream filling in that double stuffed Oreo. Uh, Vince, better swallow because my swallow was uh, Shotzi in the bank. All right, I'm gonna pivot back over to Raw. We talked about it a little bit. Let's talk about the other members of said faction. Judgment Day. Finn Balor's judge. Uh, uh, Finn Balor of the Judgment Day had his little like promo with Seth Rollins. He called him out. I am spitting the crowd singing Seth Rollins' song throughout the entirety of the promo. And here's why. Not because they're like fan engagement and stuff like that. I'm all for fans being engaged. My issue with it is that they kind of like derailed everything that Finn was trying to say. He was trying to like make a serious promo here, trying to give this feud some heat, some like some mustard in the hot dog, if you will. And I felt like it wasn't helping, similar to like what the what chants sometimes do to wrestlers. Like in some in some rare occasions, like if Stone Cold's involved, then yeah, the what chants are apropos. But nine times out of ten, they're just derailing the promo and they're just forcing the wrestler to adjust. A lot of people in attendance were saying they didn't even know what Finn Balor was 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 saying a lot of people took pride at the fact that they derailed his promo i saw so many people so many videos online about that me personally i don't like it because these are the same people that are bitching the moaning that finn Balor doesn't get booked seriously and when he's trying to be serious on the mic you guys like just like cock block him basically so i'm I'm swallowing the segment, like like I'm swallowing the buildup to this match because I'm looking forward to another fan versus Seth match. But I'm spitting the fans because they were dead the entire night, and then they chose to be disrespectful to Finn. Like maybe I'm getting too worked up about it, but personally, I was not cool. I disagree. Um, when it comes to booking, I mean, yeah, fan reaction is important. However, the live crowd is such a small, 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 tiny percentage of the overall. On TV, the segment came over fantastic. Finn finally got his frustration out on Seth for, you know, the universal title situation. Challenges Seth to Money in the Bank. Seth agrees, said this is the Finn that he has been waiting for. And I agree too. Uh, And then he said, one of us got bitter and one of us got better. And that's why I'm champion, you're not. And I loved that fucking line. However, when you're cutting a live promo in front of a live audience, you're essentially out there like you are a stand-up comedian. The best stand-up comedians know how to handle and deal with hecklers. That is part of the show. It is part of the experience. It's part of the job. You have to learn how to deal with hecklers. So it's kind of a sink or swim situation. When you get put in there and they're they're chanting what and blah, 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 
You yeah. need to learn. You need to make them care and shut them up. You need to find a way. Some thought, wrestlers can. I, look, some thought, wrestlers can. Correct. I think Finn did it as best as anyone could. That isn't like top tier Mike skills uh, wrestler. I just personally felt like, like, take away the singing. Let's say they were just wetting him the entire time. Would you feel the same? I've never had a problem with the what chance. I'm not one of the people that's like, ah. Oh, it's part of the fucking show. It's what people do. I know it annoys people, and I, I'm not going to tell you what should or shouldn't annoy you. I've just never cared. Mm-hmm. Austin made it popular. It's one of those things, you know, do people get annoyed when Ric Flair woos and the crowd woos at Ric Flair? Like, do we get an every time he says something and there's a fucking woo? Like, do we get it? That's yeah. my point. It's it's part of the no, fucking show. There's so many different things and so many different chants that people use and do that for. If it wasn't what, it would be something else. Now it's Seth Rollins' music. I personally enjoy them singing Seth Rollins' music. I do think it should stop by the time we start cutting the promo. I do yes. think it lingers on a little too long, but, I mean... That's my thing. Initially, it was fun. I thought it was cool, but I thought it just lingered a little bit too much. Like, did I did I feel like it took too much away from the segment? No, because I think the segment was still very very well done. Like, Top GN saying, it was a, I, he liked the segment, and I did too. Uh, what does Kate say? Now I post a question. Does Finn pull the demon out again against Seth? No, I have no preference, but I'm curious what y'all think. I say that, no. is, that is a lie. We all know Katie loves it when they pull the demon out. <laughs> so what's up, broadcast? Um, listen, he lost to Edge inside Hell in a Cell as the demon. Retire it, just, just stop. Like, what? what's even the point? Like, what's the point of doing the demon? Like, I don't even feel like he's comfortable doing the demon anymore. I don't even. <laughs> what's Cause, up, bro, guys? Because if you go back and watch his entrances in NXT, he felt like more embodying the character. Now when he does it, because he doesn't do it so frequently, it feels like he he feels awkward now because he doesn't know what the fuck to do. He, there's too much tongue sticking out. There's too much him, like, just... I don't know. He's just walking. He's not even doing all the extra demon stuff. And that's the problem. The thing was, the demon in NXT was something that he brought out when he when he needed it to get to that next level, to get that win, when he was losing as regular Finn Balor and he needed to step it up. I, I believe he only lost one match as the demon in NXT. Yeah, it was versus Samoa Joe, and it was after he was getting called up. And, and everyone Samoa should lose to Samoa Joe, because Samoa Joe is motherfucking Samoa Joe. But, um... Yeah, no, he loses way too much as the demon on WWE for it to even matter anymore. So I, I don't think I would. I get why they did it with Edge and Hell in a Cell, but like I, they've kind of killed the demon. Yeah, they. I don't. Yeah, I think it's it started when when he used the demon against Roman and he lost because like the top turnbuckle snapped. I thought it was a very deflating way to finish that match, and then he lost to Edge. Look, I'm sorry, I love Edge, but. God damn, give the win to fucking Finn. You don't fucking need it. He disappeared. He disappeared after WrestleMania. Ever since then, the only thing he's done was like be in the tournament to like crown the new world champion. And he shouldn't have been in that. He won the color-coded Hell in a Cell match and Judgment Day still exists. Like his whole thing was I'm gonna end Judgment Day. And he won and Judgment Day still around and he's gone. So like Yeah. What was that about? Um I'm going to ride. I'm going to ride the Judgment Day wave. We've talked about Dom. We've talked about Rhea. We've talked about Finn. One man we haven't talked about did me a big solid on Monday Night Raw this week. I'm swallowing Damian Priest 
keeping Matt Riddle's bitch ass out of the money in the bank and saving me from having to see him cash in for any fucking title. Thank you, Damian Priest. And thank you, Imperium, for coming in and beating Riddle down. Uh, Damian Priest just let them go do their thing. Gunther slapped him around like the bitch that he is. I enjoyed mm -hmm. the whole thing. Riddle taking L's, getting beat like a bitch. It was fantastic. It was a great Monday for me. What was great about that whole thing, too, is that Imperium came out and just beat the shit out of Riddle, and no one came out to help him. That was the because best he part. He no friends. No, but see, here's the thing. WWE would make, like, I don't know, like, fucking Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn coming out because they have a thing right now with Imperium. And it's like, just let them take that ass whooping. And they did. So kudos to them for booking it I don't correctly. care what they do in real life. All I care is he is the reason why, kayfabe-wise, Matt Riddle is not going to be in Money in the Bank. That's all that matters to me, baby. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Makes me happy. Exactly. It tickles. It tickles his pickle. Um, Should uh, Pull the Demon Out be this uh, episode 298? Pull the Demon Out? Pull the Demon Out. Yeah, we'll, we'll write it down. We'll, we'll, we'll put a pen on that one. I don't give a fuck. Listen, I'm not saying Riddle couldn't beat my ass. I'm just saying I can't stand the motherfucker and I don't want to see him in Money in the Bank. I don't care who he beat in real life. I, I'm not saying the dude can't fight in real life. I'm sure he can. I'm just oh, saying no. fuck Matt Riddle. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Ritter all go. day, baby. There you go. Um, <clears throat> Vince, better swallow. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? I'm going to pivot on over to NXT because... I was talking about Latinos last time, and I'm going to continue that booking. I was wondering what the fuck was going on with them. I bitched about it the last time. I think we, I was on the podcast, or maybe like the second to last time I was on the podcast. Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, no longer Los Lotharios. They got their last names back, showed up in NXT, and looked like they're part of that NXT tag team division. And honestly, put the titles on them. Honestly, just put the titles on them right here, right now, and build them up. Fantastic. No, the fuck he ain't. What? Riddle. Oh, no, oh, I the fuck you, he ain't. Oh, I thought you were talking about Angel and, and Umberto showing up on NXT. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, Not my kind of white people. I've said it a million times. I cannot stand that motherfucker. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. Angel and Humberto. Yeah, exactly. So I'm excited for them. I will say, a lot of people are like, oh, they were free agents. And then when they showed the Dana Brooke video package this week, it's like, oh, she's the, a free agent too. No, they were drafted to Raw. And then they decided, yeah, we're not doing anything with them. Let's just say they're free agents now. No, but they were actually drafted. Um, but yeah, no, the brand splits aren't rails. You know, the, the draft is made up. But I'm glad that my guys are finally getting some time on TV. And I see it's probably the perfect place for them to like showcase their talents. They're great. They look great. I can't wait to see it. I'm happy for them. You know what, Vince? It's Father's Day this weekend. Uh, my child loves me, so unlike Matt Riddle, uh, my, I'll be celebrated for Father's Day. Uh, so I'm feeling good. Uh, and yeah. I'm gonna let you have this one. I'm not. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna let you have it. All right. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't, man. Like what, you what said would... exactly why I wouldn't have it. You specifically stated as to why I wouldn't let you have it, but because it's Father's Day, I'm in a good mood knowing that I'm going to be appreciated by my family when that <laughs> other jackass isn't. Uh, Ask right. Seth Rollins. He made it very clear. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to let you have this one, so All right. I'll, leave it, I'll leave it alone. What if uh, they're permanently NXT now? What if we go to the roster You know better than that. 
I'm just saying. As a matter of fact, you're going to go to WWE's roster page, and I'm pretty sure it's going to say they're Raw superstars. So uh, you might not want to do that. I'm going to finish off my swallows for SmackDown. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised I'm saying this. I'm going to swallow the mixed tag match between Karrion Cross, Scarlett, AJ Styles, and Mia Yim for one reason and one reason only. At one point, AJ Styles was in the ring with Scarlett, and Scarlett was telling AJ, you know you want this, and that man pulled his glove off and said, I'm married, bitch, and pointed to his (laughs) ring finger, and I lost my shit. So uh, shout-out, A, Scarlett's sexy as fuck. B, shout-out to uh, AJ Styles for really taking a match that I gave two shits about and making me enjoy the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that, that was a good way to pop. pop And Karrion Cross got a fucking win. Kudos to AJ for putting over younger talent. Or newer Soccer talent. Mode. Soccer that yeah. But yeah. Good shit. Good shit. I'm with you there. Um Vince, what did you did you look it up? Where are they on Raw? Uh it's taking a minute to load. Okay. Uh well, while you're waiting, spit or swallow. I'm gonna stay on NXT and I'm gonna go ahead and spit Baron Corbin's new ring gear uh the last couple times i've seen them wrestle in house shows or whatever it's just been like a cut off t-shirt and shorts and just like wrestling boots the whole presentation of baron corbin right now i'm not a fan of the the dude looked aesthetically like body wise no homo he's looking great he looks great he's got the tattoos bless you bless you bless you um you he has a, that's why i muted it but i appreciate that um he's got he's got the cool move set Change that goddamn fucking theme song. Give him back his old end of days theme song, or at least his like lone wolf theme song. Give him one of those. Put him like in actual resting tights because, like, when he was still doing like the happy Corbin stuff, his gear was like half ass. It's like some shit you make like last, like, la- like real quick in WWE games when you're just about to get ready to like just do a match and you just don't care. It shows Angel and Berto as Raw. I just saw it right now. Yep. Because that's where they got drafted. Yeah, but exactly. We're letting Vince. We're letting Vince have this, and Vince couldn't just let me let him have it. He had to like try and justify it, and now he's lost. You should have just if- taken the win when I gave it to you. No, there's no what ifs. Stop what. If- this is not Marvel. We are not Marvel. We don't do what if. There is no what if here. They are raw. I'm letting you have it this week. Enjoy Fair it. Enough. Fair Accept enough. it. Be good. Fair enough. But yeah, going back to my point about Corbin is. I need him to go back to a little bit more serious Corbin. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't like what he's wrestling in it. It just it, it works for Kevin Owens, but it doesn't work for Baron Corbin. And he needs a new theme song. Like I want to like Baron Corbin. He's he's one of those dudes that I'm rooting for that I know are pretty good in the ring, and I just want them to get some semblance of success. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the fuck you do, but yeah, However, I, I'm, just, I'm not feeling it. While you're spitting his gear, I am uh, all about that segment uh, and match where he, de- you know, he defeated Dragonoff, mm-hmm. got dropped by Mello. Uh, I'm enjoying the shit out of that. I agree, he needs to change up his look and his his entrance music. But I'd much rather watch Baron Corbin doing what he's doing in NXT than watch him and Cameron Grimes on the main roster. So, oh yeah, that's so weird. How <laughs> this man's out here carrying two different views on two different shows. Yeah, and one matters and one doesn't. No, and I love Cameron Grants, but yeah, it's not doing anything for me. Um, let's do a spit. I'm going to spit Raquel 
And uh, Raquel versus Shayna was Shayna coming out to Ronda's music like her sidekick. Uh, Stupid. I love me some Shayna. Mm-hmm. I know how you feel about Raquel. I agree. Uh, Giant Gonzalez, not a fan. Not feeling the whole, you know, baby face Giant Gonzalez thing. And uh, the match was what it was. Uh, I hate that Shayna's relegated to Ronda's sidekick using yeah. her music. There are plenty of wrestlers who are in tag teams who. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, prime example. Tag team champions, just like Ronda and Shayna. Sami comes out to his music, then... Or Kevin comes out to his music, then Sami's music hits. There's no reason why Shayna should be coming out for a singles match with Ronda's music. It'd be different if they had, like, like a tag team theme song and they both came out to it. But this is clearly Ronda's theme song. She's been using it since UFC. This is Ronda's. But Ronda beat Misha Tate, like, two or three times, so... I'm so I was using the Matt Riddle argument about oh they beat so and so so anyway I wasn't sure I was like is is that a, is that a I, I know she beat her at least twice because I watched the season of Ultimate Fighter where they mm-hmm. had their second fight and I know she won that and she was undefeated until Ali Holmes or whatever so yeah uh, Shayna is ten times better than Ronda Ronda should be her psychic I agree uh, what's y'all opinion on Amanda Nunes possibly going to WWE uh, not only did she fight Shayna before, but... Uh... No, that's it. She fought Shayna yeah. before. Um, I don't know, man. I, I guess see. She's fucking I, hot. And the New Year's? Anyway. No, Misha Tate. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about Amanda New Year's. Um, in terms of, like, Top GM's question, honestly, I don't know, because, like, I don't want people from UFC or MMA world to join WWE if they don't have a personality. Because it works for Ken Shamrock. It works for like some uh, someone like like a Shayna Baszler. They develop a character. Like she a knocked Bron- out Ronda Rousey, so I'm kind of okay with it. Like, bring her in. Let's use that. But you know, Cain Velasquez knocked uh, not knocked out or tapped out Brock Lesnar. He he wasn't shit. <laughs> That's true. But they tried really hard to use him. Yeah, he got used by Brock. Uh, Poor guy. Yeah. They really try to make that Ray that Ray Brock feud work with Kane. They should have just let him get that win in Chicago. That's um, okay, I spit I, I spit Raquel Shayna. Uh, you know what? Actually, Vince, I think it's about that time. Nunez is a goat. I mean, she retired on top. Bring her in is way better than any version of Ronda. Uh, I I agree. Oh well, yeah, Kane failed unfortunately. Um, and he was doing indie stuff before he got in WWE too. Tell me how a a music superstar, worldwide and renowned uh, singer, entertainer, is a better wrestler than you when you're a fighter and had some indie experience co- before coming into WWE. Look, man, I hate the guy, but even Logan Paul is better than than like like Kane Velasquez or a lot of these UFC people that come in. To be fair, to be fair, Kane was really fucking beat up coming in. Like his body was destroyed. He shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have done I, it. No, I agree. I'm just saying. But uh what I was going to say was, I want to thank you guys all for joining us on Patreon.com slash Creation World. And if you're joining us at Patreon.com slash Creation World, it is absolutely free if you have Amazon Prime to link your Prime Gaming to your Twitch account and you get a free subscription every month that you can give to us, me, Vince, Travis, Mara, all of Creation World. We would appreciate it because we should be your favorite Twitch streamers. But if we're not, 
I'm sure you have someone else like Will over at uh, Botch Bots and Chair Shots that you could throw that uh, subscription to, or anyone yeah. over at the Bloodline Network if uh, you enjoy what they do, like Bakley, Katie, once she gets there, because she absolutely fucking deserves it, but we got her on our show, so, you know, just throw it yeah. our way until she's she's ready for her own solo gig. Um, exactly. Also, YouTube.com slash Creation World, where Top G Network is watching us now. It is free to like, to subscribe, to Flick that bean at the top, the little notification bell, so you know when we go live with all of our shows, whether it's Creation Conversation, whether it's Smackin' Raw, whether it's Getting Off, or anything that we bring you, a special episode of Spitter Swallow that Vince you know, might come out with, any yep. of that, uh, it's all free to do, and it all helps the algorithm so more people see us. So if you enjoy us, get us in front of more eyes. We would appreciate it. Unfortunately, if you are watching us on YouTube and Twitch, that means you don't get the ad-free version of this show which you do get a patreon which we talked about earlier patreon.com slash creation world where you can watch the show without ads but since you're here watching us on youtube and twitch we ask that you support our sponsors spice things up in the bedroom then it's time to check out adam and eve did you see adam and eve is the leading adult toy store that offers a wide range of products to help you explore your sexual desires whether you're looking for something to use solo or with a partner they have everything you need to satisfy your cravings from vibrators to lingerie, bondage gear to lubricants, adamandeve.com has it all. And the best part, you can shop with confidence knowing that all their products are of high quality and backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means whether you bought a dildo, sex swing, penis ring, vibrator, anal sex toy, bondage toy, couples toy, lube or accessory, you can get a refund within 90 days if you're not 100% satisfied no questions asked and right now as a special offer to our listeners adam and eve is giving you 50 percent off almost any item on their website that's right 50 percent off and if you act now you'll also get free shipping so go to adamandeve.creationworld.com and use the offer code erotica at checkout that's erotica at adamandeve.creationworld.com for 50 percent off almost any item and free shipping don't wait. This offer won't last very long. The link is in the description. Attention dog lovers. Are you looking for high quality products to spoil your furry friend? Then you need to check out dog.com. Because you see dog.com is the go-to online store for all your dog related needs. They offer a huge selection of dog food, treats, beds, and more. Plus they have products for all types of dogs from puppies to seniors and everything in between. And the best part, you can shop with confidence knowing that all their products are made with your dog's health and happiness in mind. Dog.com only stocks top rated brands that you can trust so you can rest easy knowing your dog is getting the best. And right now, as a special offer to our listeners, Dog.com is doing a big warehouse clearance sale. And all you have to do is go to dog.creationworld.com and you can get up to 80% off on all sorts of items like toys, treats, bones, harnesses, bowls, leashes, and anything else you can think of. So go to dog.creationworld.com and take advantage of this sale right now. Spoil your furry friend with the best products from dog.creationworld.com today. Link is in the description. Are you tired of feeling sluggish and unfocused throughout the day? Then it's time to try Dubby, the ultimate energy source. 
Stubby is a powerful, clean energy drink that is designed to help you stay alert and focused no matter what life throws your way. Whether you're a student, a busy professional, an athlete, or especially a gamer, Dubby can give you the boost you need to take on the day or the night. It also contains important aminos and vitamins that canned energy drinks simply don't have. And the best part, Dubby is made with high quality ingredients and is completely sugar-free, maltodextrin free and is keto-friendly. So you can enjoy the energy boost without any of the crash jitters or angst that comes with traditional energy drinks. Simply mix Dubby with water and you'll have a delicious, refreshing energy drink that can help you power through your entire day. And with a variety of flavors to choose from, including Galaxy Grenade, Beach and Peach, and Dragonade, you're sure to find one that you love. So go to w.creationworld.com and order your Dubby today. And for a limited time, use code CREATIA at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's Creatia at w.creationworld.com for 10% off. Try W today and feel the difference. The link is in the description. And we're back. Um, Vince, better swallow. All right. I'm going to stay on my net raw. And I'm going to swallow the main event, the undisputed tag team title uh, match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, because you just mentioned them, versus Imperium's Gunther and Luke Kaiser. Fantastic match. It was a great match from start to finish. It it was a great way to end the show. And another double swallow for Sami Zayn picking up the win with a blue thunderbomb. It's the first time in the history of WWE and, and, and Sami Zayn's WWE tenure that he's won a match with the blue thunderbomb. Crazy. History. I, I, I literally have in my notes, did Sami actually win with the blue thunderbomb? Um, Riddle tried to interfere and got dropped by Gunther again, so another yeah. plus for this match. That's what he gets. Yeah, big swallow KO, KO and Sammy versus Imperium. Um, agree wholeheartedly. Bankley, we already talked uh, about Elton John's song being used as the uh, intro for Collision. Noob brought it up. Uh, mm-hmm. I, again, still prefer Shoulder Lean, uh, which was a suggestion <laughs> by Stokely Hathaway as the intro. Um, just give Stokely the book at this point with AEW Collision. While we're on Raw, I am spitting the fact. I want to be very clear on this. I'm not spitting the tribute. I'm spitting the fact that during the post-mortem tribute for the Iron Sheik, the rest in peace tribute for the Iron Sheik, they use clips of the man that he has spent how many years telling to go fuck himself. <laughs> Uh, to honor him, I don't feel like that is the way Iron Sheik would want to want to have been remembered or yeah. honored. Yeah, thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Uh, by using clips of Hulk Hogan talking about him, because Hulk uh, Iron Sheik's whole persona has been fuck Hulk Hogan for how long now? Since the end, uh, since the beginning of time. Because yeah, no, I get that. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. Um, fuck the Terry. Yeah, fuck the Terry. Um, so yeah, that 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 was a spit for me. Right. Could have done. They didn't need that. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Yeah, not 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 a fan of that. Oh come on, Shoulder Lean's way better than Elton John's version of Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. If any, I'm surprised because it's fucking t- Nick or uh, Tony Khan that they didn't use uh, the Nickelback version of that song. Oh, uh, that would have been funny. That would have been funny. They should have just used Kill Switch Engaged, uh, uh, Kill Switch song. You know, is there one in particular? By the way, 
How how are you after your collision? I heard a lot about it on the Sheely Showcase. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing well. Uh, I I had a speed recovery. I'm already back to 95% feeling my healthy self. I'm good to go tomorrow for another collision in Chicago at the United Center. Good. Spit or swallow? I'm going to go down to NXT, and I'm going to swallow the match of Roxanne Perez versus Tatum Paxley for the simple fact that Tatum Paxley is getting getting better in the ring. Roxanne is looking like she's going to be the one feuding with Blair Davenport, so it's giving her something to do, which I'm glad because once she lost the title, I was a little concerned that she would just be floundering in the mid-card. Since there is no mid-card, she probably wouldn't be doing much. But at least this is a high-profile feud and program for her to sink her teeth into, so to speak. But I'm also swallowing it because, God damn, Tatum Paxley, those fish nets, God. Fucking damn. love it. God damn, Fucking man. love it. I'm going to buy Melissa some of those, man. God damn. Uh, but, yeah, swallows all around. Well, you know, uh, if you want to get Melissa some of those, we do have a promo code that was in the ad. Yes. You get 50% off and free shipping. And uh, I actually got a text from Adam and Eve because I, I use our promo codes and I support our sponsors mm-hmm. that uh, right now they have a deal going on where if you buy an item, you get 50% off and you can get eight free gifts. So you should probably go check that out. I mean, if anything, it'd be a belated birthday present to myself. Or a super early Father's Day present, however you want to look at it. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Yes. I'm a swallow. Yes. Uh do you I do have yeah, I, I swallow Tatum loses to Roxanne. Oh yeah, I, I didn't even mention the most important part of that. You know what happens whenever Roxanne wins? What? We get our rocks off. And we got our rocks off. There you go. Um <clears throat> I'm gonna swallow Maxine's wrestling attire. <sighs> no. Yep. No, man. Yep. Okay, all right, elaborate. What do you mean, elab- what do I have to elaborate on? She looked fine as fucking that singlet and everything. Like, I wasn't feeling that. I thought she looked kind of silly. I don't know what you're talking about. She looked fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Katie's Kate, like, they said, fuck those vital Shelly showcase on the screen. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. That was uh, my last wish in case I didn't make it. I was like, could you at least put on the she lead stream? Um, no, but yeah. yeah. You were saying Maxine's outfit, that's it? Uh, Maxine's outfit, her in the back training. The whole thing with... Listen, I know some people love Maximum Male Models. I prefer her with Chad Gable and Otis. I really do. The only reason I'm okay with it is because they call it themselves Alpha Academy and at no point have they recruited people to the Academy. At least Chase University has recruited people. Oh, get the fuck out of here with Chase University. If I'm, allowed, if I'm allowed to go to my next spitter and or swallow. Spitter swallow, Vince. I am swallowing Boo! Thea Hale and her oh. match on NXT. Ridiculous. No, but yeah, I'm swallowing Chase what? You. Swallowing Chase You. What? Swallowing Thea Hale. What? Swallowing Chase You. What? All of that. It was great. It was great stuff. What? I'm, I'm here for it. Are you done? I'm done. <laughs> All right. There you go. Uh, I'm going to swallow Rhea's package. Uh, I feel like she, uh, she lead. I almost said she lead because Katie popped up. 
I feel like Katie's saying that I'm going to swallow Rhea's package, but Rhea had a fantastic package on Raw, and it was swallow-worthy, so I'm swallowing that. I know New brought it up earlier. A lot of people are complaining about the fact that Rhea doesn't really have a feud going on or anything serious. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're building something. We got something in the works. I don't think that they're not going to. Right. Um, so I'm gonna uh, that one. I'm gonna give time, but uh, yeah, no, swallowing the the Rhea Ripley package. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of good packages this week in wrestling. A lot I mean, of swallow worthy packages. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not the big, I'm not a fan of hers, but I even enjoyed the Blair Davenport video package where she's like, "This is where I laid out, um, um, this is where I laid out." Uh, fuck, why am I trying to blank on names? This is where I laid out. Wendy Chu, Nikita Lions, Lions. Sol Ruka. Yeah, I like that. I like the promo. And she, and like, it was a good vignette. It was good shit. We um, know, Katie. We know. Every day, multiple times a day. You would uh, absolutely if you could. But yeah, I didn't get to finish my point uh, with the Theo Hale stuff, but like her match with Cora Jade. Oh, I thought we good. moved on. I'm sorry. No, no. I was trying to talk about Cora Jade too, because how we got Cora Jade in that situation as well. So. That was all good stuff. That was all good stuff. I'm I'm happy for Thea Hale because she's making strides. Go on. (laughs) Well, I guess it's Uh, back to me because it is back to you. So Vince, better swallow. Let me swallow more. Chase you. Uh, No, actually, you know what? I'm gonna steal a swallow from you. I'm gonna swallow the Channing Stack Lorenzo vignettes. Another swallow worthy video package. He's out here doing his best uh, fashion police investigation. He he's getting to the bottom of things. It feels like he's really doing like a Law and Order SVU like detective shit. Like I like it. I like it. He 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 has like the like this the the string on the on, on the board. He narrowed it down to Gallus. I like it. I, I like that they're highlighting uh, Channing Stacks Lorenzo a little bit. I, the more they do with stacks, trying to figure out who screwed over the Don, the more it it reinvigorates and uh, backs up the theory that I have that stacks is the one that ratted on the Don, and it breaks me. Yep, I have to say it. I do, Katie. I'm sorry. You know what? I didn't even think of that as a possibility, but I've been saying it for weeks. Hmm. I like that though. That'd be a nice little twist because he did leave, and he had a call the minute that the guys came in, and yeah, and then he was gone. Hashtag free the Don. I agree. Uh, yeah, dude. I, all signs are pointing to stacks for me, and I hate it. I hate it. But I don't. I don't. I don't think you were watching at the time, but there was a storyline where Kane was basically going around and just choke slamming everyone trying to get to the bottom of who attacked the undertaker and put him in a vegetative state. And the big plot reveal twist at the end was that Kane did it. And he was just like blaming everyone else to like, like, like take everyone away from the sense, him from the sense and like make, not make him a suspect. That's exactly what's going on. Yeah, ended up being world champion because of it, and then they ended up having Undertaker versus Kane for the world title. So maybe this that is I where it's definitely watched. Yeah, so so maybe maybe you're right. Maybe this is a Kane Undertaker situation. If someone's getting whacked, it's going to be Stacks because uh, I love Stacks. I enjoy Stacks, but he's not the Don. No. Um, 
I'm on, I'm on NXT now. I'm going to swallow the fact that Seth uh, via satellite showed up to accept Braun's challenge. Yeah. Same here. We're going to get Seth versus Braun next week on NXT. Wait. Seth, the workhorse champion. Question. Yes. How are you okay with that, but not okay with uh, other members of the Raw roster showing up on NXT? Because as I said earlier and last week, there is no brand split. Right. But you wasn't real. You were saying, like, I'm going to let you have this one, Vince, this week. Yeah, I'm going to let you have it because the brand split's not real. And I'm not going to fight you on it. It is what it is. <laughs> Bron, you mean Dom Toretto? <laughs> yes, Dom Toretto. Bron if he, Toretto. If, he's, if he is indeed Bron Toretto, he has reached a new peak level because, as you saw in Fast X, I don't know if you saw Fast X or not, but Dominic Toretto is fire resistant now. He has superhuman strength. He can lift up a car without a jack. He just lifts it up with one single arm. While I he, that. Have you seen these arms? I mean, come on. No, not everyone's you, man. You have to create fictional characters to compare. I know. Yeah. Dom Toretto is based on my real life uh, experience. Look, look at that. Look, look. He's got the Dom Toretto look. He's got the bald head. He's got the chain. He's I was got bald the cut off was. Anyway. Um, exactly. So here, here's what I'll tell you. Uh, we have always had the tradition of champions and former wrestlers coming back down to NXT. So while my issue wasn't necessarily that Humberto and Garza showed up on NXT, it was the fact that they tried to play it off that they were free agents when they weren't. That was okay. my issue. Okay. If, I, I, it, same with Dana Brooke. Uh, but the fact that the last uh, NXT champion prior to our current NXT champion is facing the first ever NXT champion for a world heavyweight title on NXT is a pretty cool thing. But we've seen AJ come down. We've seen uh, plenty of wrestlers come back down to NXT yes. and wrestle and challenge and get involved in things. Natalia, unfortunately. Um, a bunch of people come back down. So coming down to NXT and doing a program I don't necessarily have a problem with because NXT wasn't involved in the draft. Like They didn't get draft picks. They weren't part of the draft. So going down there and doing stuff isn't yeah. a problem. It's the Oh, the free agents showed up, and it's like, eh, but they're not free agents, and we know they're not free agents, and you're not gonna like. It's one thing to make the fucking stupid free agent rule; it's another thing to just like lie to my fucking face about it. But I let you have it, so right. Um, okay, so it's on me now, right? Yes, Vince Spitter Swallow. All right, I'm gonna snowball your swallow into a gargle because. I'm not sure how I feel about Seth Rollins' multiple championship defenses so close to each other. He he had a title defense against Damian Priest. Fantastic match. He's going to have it. He accepted a challenge for Amanda Bank in two weeks versus Finn Balor. Then he accepted Braun. Uh, then he said he was going to do an open challenge next week on Monday Night Raw in Cleveland. And then he goes and accepts Braun Bron Breaker's challenge in NXT. So he's gonna have an NXT. He's gonna have a world title, like, like, open challenge on Monday. If he wins, then he's gonna go. Well, obviously he's gonna win. But when he, if he wins, then he'd face Braun, and then that that would only be like his second or third championship defense in the span of like two weeks. And like that's kind of where I'm getting that with Seth. With Seth, it's like 
if he does it too much, does it feel like a like a like like a mid court title, like the IC title or the US title when John Cena was doing the US, United States Open challenges? I just say what you will about MJF and say what you will about Roman Reigns. At least when they challenge for the when someone challenges for the title, it feels like it's a holy grail of that division, of that brand, of that company. And I don't think. Sorry, go ahead. Finish. That's that's why I was I'm gargling because I'm not mad that he's defending the title. I'm just like I'm not sure how I feel about it if it continues down this path. I don't I don't see it that way. I don't think an open challenge thing is strictly relegated to a mid card title. I don't think that that should be a uh, a precursor. I think that they're doing exactly what Katie said and what Bakley said, and it's to prove that Seth is the opposite of Roman Reigns, and he will fight anyone, and he will defend his belt whenever challenged. And it doesn't change the prestige of that title. A world championship is a world championship, regardless of how often you do yeah. or don't defend it. So I, I've got no problem with this. I actually really, I'm getting to see Finn or Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. I'm getting to see Braun Breaker get his first shot at a top star in WWE before he eventually gets called up to see how he holds his own against a champion and former NXT champion like Seth Rollins. I'm Wait, getting to see a lot of cool so shit. Are Damian Priest that, getting a shot? Are you saying that Dolph Ziggler is not a top champion, it, top like wrestler? Like, yeah, on 100%. The main roster? Yes. Former no, NXT 100%. champion, former world champion. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Slow. Dolph Ziggler is a former NXT champion and a former world champion. Don't don't belittle his credit credentials. Listen. All right. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, man. I'm just fucking with you. I was just. I was going to say, I'm not going to call the Miz a top guy. He's a two-time Grand Slam champion. Like, Just because no. you held the title doesn't make you a top guy. I don't see Bob Backlund as one of the greatest WWE champions of all time. Because uh, no. he held the belt. Like, no. not how it works. Uh, it's cool Seth can do that uh, when the next champion is crowned. They don't have to defend it all the time. Uh, better hope it's not Brock. Because if it is Brock, he will not defend it all the time. So, I agree. Ooh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I hope not. Um, I am going to swallow Nathan Frazier defeating Oro Mensa for Noam Dar's Heritage Cup on NXT, specifically because uh, Ulisa Leon and Valentina Faraz looked fucking fantastic while coming out and taking out Lash and Jakarta to even the odds. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that Oro Mensa lost the Heritage Cup for Noam Dar was kind of funny. So. Yeah, he was like at ringside, just crying, like defeated. Um, it was, it was, it was funny. It was funny for sure. And I believe Nathan Frazier is uh, one of Seth's prodigies. So, you know, if he ever becomes the Messiah again, he needs disciples. Nathan Frazier's right there. He's right there. He's right there. Vince, spit or swallow. I'm gonna stay on NXT, and I'm gonna not necessarily something that happened this week, but something that got announced for. The next two weeks of NXT TV is uh, Shawn Michaels' uh, NXT Gold Rush TV specials for the next two weeks. They're giving us good matches. Next week, we're going to have, what what was it, Wesley versus Tyler Bate with Mustafa Ali as a special guest referee. He's totally going to screw over like Tyler Bate. He's going to turn heel, and then we're going to get Mustafa versus Wesley. Uh, then you also get... Like we mentioned, Seth Rollins versus Braun Breaker for the world title there. So that's going to be Why great. do you make me make ugly faces on the show all the time? Just is going to clip that and do something with it. Um, 
I don't even think you really like Tyler Bate and Wesley. I think you just like watching me make faces when you bring these motherfuckers up on my show. Listen, listen, I have physical proof that I liked Wesley way before he was Wesley, and I still support the man. Is it a used condom that you've saved from your time together? No, 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 no. Nothing like that. You didn't uh, dig that out of a trash can after you guys spent the night together or anything? No. Um, and then Tyler Bate, like, I just like Tyler. Like, I can't hate the guy. He, he He's cool. Um, but, yeah, so I'm still in that. And then next, and then the following week after that, then we get Tiffany Stratton versus Thea Hale. Kudos to Thea. She's going to get that title shot. She's not going to win, but I'm glad that she's getting the spotlight and the chance to challenge for the title. And then the main event for that week will be Baron Corbin versus Carmelo Hayes. And like I said, like you were mentioned earlier, I don't give a fuck about what he's doing with Cameron Grimes, but I'm feeling this feud between him and Carmelo Hayes. So that match is going to be fantastic. I'm going to say SmackDown because theoretically, technically, canonically, he is part of the LWO, no? LWO. So. Also, by the way, I, if I'm not mistaken, Santos has to work confirmed that Bad Bunny is LWO. Okay. He confirmed. Uh, so Bad Bunny, Becky well, G, Carlito, Savio Vega. All... While we're talking all things uh, Hispanic heritage here, I'm swallowing Electra Lopez and Lola making friends on NXT. I'm swallowing Lola Vice just being on my television week, two weeks in a row. All about it. Love me some Lola Vice. Love me some Electra Lopez. I don't hate her. I'm, I'm I'm happy with this. This is an interesting dynamic. It just it sucks. There's no longer NXT Women's Tag Titles for them to challenge for. But if this proves to be a serviceable tandem, they can be called up at some point. He said, "Don't talk about my Lola Vice." Your mm. Lola Vice. That- between you and Lola, I think Bakley's got a type. <laughs> uh, Vince, better swallow. Uh, I mean, let's see here. I guess, you know what? I'm, I'm going to pivot on over to AEW programming. and Watched this week? Yeah, I watched this week. I, mean, I can't look, wait for you to be like, I was at Collision and cover all things Collision next week because you're going to be there. No, I hundred percent. That's the first thing I'm gonna do. So, if I'm allowed to, I'm gonna spit and swallow. I'm gonna swallow the match between MJF and Adam Cole that opened up Dynamite. It was the first, I want to say, thirty-five minutes of the show, if not a little bit more. It's a great match from start to finish. It built up slowly. It had a crescendo. They hit great spots. Obviously, they they pulled an Eddie Guerrero. Like, MJF tried to pull an Eddie Guerrero, but it backfired on him. He gets hit with the with the championship belt by Adam Cole because the referee just fell right back down. He tried to use the, dy- the, the dynamite diamond ring. Uh, didn't work out because the referee was already on that shit. The way it ended with uh, time limit draw, I like when matches end in time limit draws when you're still able to give us the match, a great match, and this protects both men because obviously Adam Cole could have won it right there if the time clock didn't expire. So what are you spitting? What I'm spitting is the fact, and look, I love him to death, but I'm spitting Adam Cole's 
logic in certain aspects of like his in-ring psychology. And this this is not nothing exclusive to AEW. This is stuff that he was that he was doing in NXT as well. Remember when they were in that ladder match and Ricochet goes for like springboard moonsault and he he gets caught by a super kick by Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. He does he he didn't go right away for the cover. You hit that kind of that kind of super kick on someone, you go for the cover right away. What does Adam Cole do? He picks him up and does like a brain buster onto his knee and then goes for the pin. He did the same shit here. You hit the Panama Sunrise. You don't go for the fucking pin. You set up for the last shot. If you just go for the fucking Panama Sunrise, you probably win that match. But the Panama Sunrise is a signature, and it's the setup for the last shot. That's how it works. Kind of like the, the rock bottom was the setup for the people's elbow. Well, no, not necessarily, because the rock also was using the rock bottom as a finisher. In NXT, he was using the Panama Sunrise as a finisher. That would be like What you're his- saying is it's the same thing. Yes, my whole issue is like. So can we go back retroactively to every match The Rock has had and said, "Hey, you hit a rock bottom. You should have gone for the pin." Your, yes. your in-ring psychology sucks, Rock. Yes, exactly. But that's my whole aspect of it, and it's like not just exclusive to Adam Cole. I just hate that little detail because other wrestlers in the past have pointed out where, like, you hit a big move. Yeah. Yes, I get it. Like, I understand you going for the. But, like, he's wrestling like he's playing in the video game and not actual, like, logic. If you hit a big move, you go for the cover. He kicks out, then you go for the last shot. I just feel like it's, like, subtle nitpicking. I like the match. I love the match. It was a great way to open up Dynamite. I I just personally don't like that Adam Cole hits a big move that that has he's used to finish matches in the past and doesn't go for the pin. It'd be like... What's, what's the best way to compare this? It'd be like Eddie Guerrero going for a frog splash and then hitting the lasso from El Paso or the Texas Cloverleaf to like for good measures. It's like you hit the frog splash, cover him. And then if he kicks out, then you transition into the Cloverleaf. You know? Bakley says, why do wrestlers have finishes if they aren't going to win the match with it? Like, Panama, Panama Sunrise is a finisher, has been the finisher for him. I think it's a signature move. I don't think it's a finisher. How how do you look at a Panama Sunrise and say that's the signature to the last call, to the last shot, to the boom, or whatever the fuck he calls it? Because the last shot is his fucking finisher. That's how he finishes matches. That's how he wins. It's been his finisher. It's established as his finisher. I know it's his finisher, but so so is the Panama Sunrise. In AEW, he just changed it to a signature, but it just doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't make sense. Go for the cover. Go for the fucking cover. Okay. Uh, I'm going to finish off NXT for me. Uh, I'm spitting everything Robert Stone, prehistoric Paul, and the fact that they're still trying to make this bullshit work. I don't care about the relationship. Oh, man. I don't I, care I, about... I completely ignored it existed. Fucking hate it. Fucking hate that Von Wagner's on my TV every week. Fucking hate that they're just... They're trying to make fetch work down in NXT, and it's not. Just give it up. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, like that one thing I tried to make work that I, I, I shortly forgot about and never did again. Katie, you got to remind me what that was. There was something I was trying to make work like fetch, and it didn't take off. Oh, I thought you were you were trying to throw a in your window for something. <clears throat> no, 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 no. 
Okay. Literally, I had a thing I was doing, and I now I can't remember what it was. Interesting. Bakley might remember too. One of you two, hook me up. Mm-hmm. Vince, better swallow. Staying on AEW, I'm gonna swallow. This is title in the past. Battle of the Cakes, Clash of the Cakes, Tony Storm, Sky Blue. Nothing more you gotta see. They had a really good match. The Tony Storm still champion. They set up a tag team match at uh, at Collision, so I get to see Sky Blue and Tony Storm. So that's a plus 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 for me. But shout out to them. Shout out to all, all the great women wrestling we had this week. You know what I'm talking about, though, Katie. She said off the top of my head, I don't remember. But you know what I'm talking about. Um, Clash of the Cakes 2.0 is also an option for a title. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'd love to see that thumbnail and do something with it on TikTok. So uh, Clash of the Cakes 2.0, put that next to uh, Pull the Demon Out. Okay, I got it. Um, <clears throat> You know, I'm with you. Uh, Sky Blue ends up getting stomped. Willow makes the save after the match. Uh, I I have pointed out I am a huge fan of Sky Blue, and she's the only reason I will watch Rampage um, if she's on. So big plus there. I'm with you, Vince. I'm on NXT. I've got three things left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm swallowing the fact that to add to what is already a fantastic fucking card for Chicago, you know, the debut of Collision here in Chicago, the greatest wrestling sitting in the world, we are adding the match that we wanted that we didn't get at the pay-per-view, Luchasaurus versus Wardlow, the match we should have got, we're getting on Collision CM Punk show because that man knows how to book a fucking show. Not saying he's booking the show, but you know what I mean. Um, I'm getting Miro. I'm getting Punk. I'm getting Wardlow Luchasaurus. Punk TR versus uh, whoever the fuck they're wrestling. I don't even remember. Uh, they're, they're facing Joe and the Bang Bang Twins. Oh, yeah, of course. Samoa Joe uh, and those guys from Japan that people care about. Um, let me say this. Oh, the acclaimed got added to the show since Bakley. Oh, as uh, we love the acclaimed. Everyone loves the acclaimed. Everyone Scissor loves me. the acclaimed. See, Scissor that's what me. I'm talking about. Yeah. Daddy, yeah. Swiss cheese stays white and uh, fucking rock hard. Juice my cock. Um, those guys. Tony, Mister Tony Storm. Mister. <laughs> just... Oh, and Buddy versus Andrade. See, was... House of Black. Okay, so Kenny just. Katie just finessed my next swallow. I'm swallowing the fight that I get to see Buddy Buddy versus Andrade. That's gonna be a great match. Thunder Rosa? Like, come on, man. I don't even know what Thunder Rosa's gonna do. Don't even care. She's on the right show. She's on the show with all the cool people. All the cool kids are on collision, ladies and gentlemen. You know who's <laughs> not gonna be on collision? The early. The, 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 the early. early. Anyway. <laughs> or Chris uh, Jericho. God, I hope. Um also. Bakley hit me up earlier, said the announced team is Nigel McGuinness, Kevin Kelly, and JR for Collision. On the plus side, at least I don't have to hear JR since I'll be there. Yeah. Um, Silver line. Also, they fucked up Arn Anderson backstage. They're like, what are you going to do without your daddy, bitch? And then there was just Arn Anderson looking like he, you know, got his red wings for the first time, sitting on a staircase, just covered in blood. Mm. JR's only doing the main event, so again, plus sides. Um, JR you know, should just stay at home. He can call the match from his couch. Collision is lining up to be a banger of a fucking show, and I'm all about it. So, yeah, uh, yeah. adding more shit that I want to see to Collision. Great way to get me to watch, ladies and gentlemen. You're doing a fantastic job, Tony. 
Good shit, punk. Good. He's a good. He's a good booker. That Phil guy. Spitter swallow, Vince. Uh, I'm gonna spit. What? Them? You, you were talking about making fetch happen. AEW continuously tries to make Sammy Guevara, like Guevara, happen. It's not fucking happening. They try to make him as a babyface. He looks like a piece of shit. He looks like a scumbag. He looks like a dipshit. Like, like no one cares. He has he, he has that cocky attitude with him. No one likes him. You want to make him likable, like relatable. No one actually likes him. Then you get uh then you get a. Uh, Jericho coming out, then you get Darby coming out, then you get Sting coming out. Fucking Jericho, I hear him fucking heels because his like ego and pride can't accept the fact that he's short compared to Sting. And they're over here like poking each other with their stick. Um spending that whole segment. I don't give a fuck about Darby. I'm spending that comment. What I love I love face Sammy Guevara heels. Sammy just didn't work. Face Oh my god, Bakley, I'm convinced you have no soul. You know what doesn't make Sammy <laughs> any more likable? Bringing out Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. You know what really doesn't make any of them likable? Trying to convince me that, because uh, they failed, that I'd want to ever see Sting versus Jericho. Yeah. Which, I'm spinning everything. The only thing I'm going to swallow is just Sting, you know, because I like to see Sting. He's a nice guy. He's a small guy. Everything else I'm spending that whole segment. And look, this is my issue with AEW. They do it all the fucking time. This is why I don't watch live anymore. They start off great. Give me a fantastic fucking match. Something I'm invested in. And then they go in next segment. Shit on the whole show by giving me Sammy Guevara. I stopped watching the show. I stopped watching live. I paused what I was doing. Started going back to work. Like I let like a half hour pass, and I started fast forwarding throughout the entire segment. I rewatched it later because I we were covering it on the show, but I, I fast forward through all the crap. Like they do that all the fucking time. I agree. This is why Collision, Team Collision over Dynamite every day now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my last thing that I have, Vince. I don't know if you have anything else. Mm-hmm. I am gargling the giant transparent no that everyone lost their shit about uh, during the eight-man tag team match. Uh, I'm gargling because I don't know what it's leading to. I didn't even really notice it during the match. I just saw a shit ton of it on social media, and then I went back, and I was like, oh, okay. However, uh, Brian Cage was dressed like a road warrior during the match, and it had Keith Lee. So, like... That was so dumb, man. But depending on what this leads to depends on how I'll swing on it right now. I'm a little undecided. So I don't know what the no was about. It could Mm -hmm. be something really stupid. Apparently it wasn't the first time it happened either. I have never noticed the no. So that was the first time I noticed. I thought my team, like my phone was fucking up or something. You got anything else? Uh, I do. Um, my final thing here is, it's not even related to Dynamite. It was announced on Dynamite. So they announced they're starting to set up stuff for Forbidden Door next week, right? Like you'd forget it's fucking next week, right? Because they don't fucking promote it that much. Um, so you got stuff like MJF versus Tanahashi. Okay, cool. That's solid. There were reports that supposedly they want to do. Uh, Hideo Itami or Kenta versus CM Punk, you know, battle the GTSs. However, I don't think that's 
like that's a match you do. I think you put CM Punk with another big name from New Japan. Like I love Ganta, he's great, but that's doesn't Hideo feel like Tommy. Hideo Tommy. Tommy. I love Hideo. Um, back in the day, like the nickname my me and my sister gave him was Sexy Boy Hideo. Um, still love the man, but he doesn't feel like he's like forbidden door worthy. And the biggest fucking spit of the of the entire episode of Dynamite to me, even more than Jericho, is having fucking Sonata, the top world champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling, defending the title against Jungle Boy Jack fucking Perry. Really? That's who you fucking line up? These Forbidden Door pay-per-views are supposed to be the best of the best of AEW versus the best of the best versus New Japan. Regardless of how you feel about these shows, I don't give a fuck, man. Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, cool guy. Have nothing against you. Shout out for this snagging and the Jade. Biggest win of your entire life. However, keep going off. I'll be right back. However, how, how the fuck are you going to sit here and make me like actually care about Jungle Boy challenging for the New Japan World Championship? Like, nobody cares. I don't care. Uh, let's see. Who would I put to wrestle Sonata? Um, that's a, I don't know, like someone online the caliber of like, let's say like a hangman, maybe a Samoa Joe, maybe even, even though he just left like, like Jay White, Adam Cole, those kind of guys, those are the bigger name guys for AEW. Like heck, put in like, put in John Moxley in there, put in like Claudio, even those guys I feel like are higher up on the threshold than Jungle Boy. Personally, maybe I'm just hating. Who fucking knows? But yeah, I'm just not a fan. That I'm not a fan. Like that was like very deflating. I know Katie and uh Katie and Savannah were both okay and were actually like, okay, that's kinda interesting. Wasn't expecting to hear Jungle Boy be the name. However, let's see what Katie's saying. Oh I'm sorry, I tried. Well you were going it's going to elevate Jungle Boy. That's more so why they're doing it probably yeah but my whole i get that but my whole take is this is supposed to be the best of the best versus the best of the best you know it's supposed to be like kind of like their survivor series you're not gonna put fucking i don't know give me that you're not gonna put ricochet versus fucking like roman reigns you know not saying sonata's roman reigns or like Another example, you're not going to put... I mean, we're going to put Dom Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes, so what's the difference? Dom Mysterio is the best heel in wrestling right now. He's the top heel in all of professional wrestling. Don't all let right. anyone so, tell you otherwise. I've given you your time. Um, I'm not going to I'm not gonna disagree with you. Here's what I'm going to say. Uh, I don't give a fuck about a single match at Forbidden Door because I don't know who or care to know who any of those guys are from the New Japan side. And I was thinking about this today, and I was actually trying to figure out how I was going to bring this up, so I'm glad you brought it up. Because, you know, people are going to be like, oh, if you're a wrestling fan, how can you not know who Sonata is, or how can you not know who Tanahashi is, blah, blah, blah. If you're a football fan, are you expected to watch the arena football and the XFL and the Canadian Football League and the, everything football? Do I have to watch college football to be a football fan, or can I just watch the NFL? I don't need to go and watch Japan. I've I've watched stuff from New Japan. It does not appeal to me. It's not for me. It's not what I like in my pro wrestling. So none of like the internet hype about all of these guys outside of 
the only great wrestler in New Japan, which is the great Okan, who uh, I don't even know. If, I think he is having a match. Um, the great um, Okan should be the one challenging MJF for that world title. I just, I don't, I don't see the hype. I don't care. It's not for me. I'm not excited about it. You know, I don't know who the best fucking quarterback in the Canadian Football League is, and I don't need to know. So I don't need to know who the best wrestler in New Japan is or why I should care. Like, it, listen, it's the same shit to me. Listen, like, I'll, I'll, I'll continue on with your analogy, and I'll make another sports analogy. Soccer, football is the biggest sport across the entire world, not just not just like certain countries, the entire world. Mexico has their own league, Liga MX. You're trying to tell me that, like, me personally, growing up, I didn't give a fuck what the fuck was happening in Europe, uh, fo- football over there. I didn't care what Barcelona was doing. Like, unless it was in the World Cup, I don't care what these countries are doing. I don't care about all these other. I don't. I don't care about MLS. Fuck the MLS is probably like the 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 one soccer soccer league that I'd never watch. Like it, like, and that's kind of like the thing. It's like you have your leagues. That's what you pay attention to. If you're invested and you want to go explore more outside of your immediate like like horizon, then yeah, go ahead and expand your horizon. Go watch all that stuff. But you can't sit here and diminish someone's fandom just because they don't want to go and take time out of their day because they don't have time out of the day to go watch Japanese wrestling or go watch AEW or go watch uh, Impact Wrestling or watch Ring of Honor or like Will watch NWA, you know. Bagley said that USA beat Mexican, uh, the Mexican team. I don't fucking watch soccer, man. You, you can't stereotype and assume that I watch soccer because I'm Mexican. I just made a, a, a the the soccer analogy because it's the biggest sport. I mean, I actually watch football on occasion, so that's why I use football. I definitely didn't use basketball because I don't watch basketball. So, well, basketball's another one. There's the Canadian Basketball League. There's the Euro League. There's FIBA Basketball League. That it. When they're not doing the the Olympics, they have the World Cups. You know, they have the G League. They have uh, NCAA basketball. They have high school basketball. Like you're not expected to watch everything. Yeah, like, but Katie, everyone that everyone that I like that I want to watch is going to be on Collision, not on Forbidden Door. So exactly. Plus, Matt doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to stay up till like two in the morning just to watch Japanese wrestling. I've got Diablo to play. I, I don't have time for Japanese wrestling. Exactly. I got a level twenty five sorcerer and a level thirty eight barbarian. I gotta, I gotta get up. Sounds kinky. Now. You got anything else, Vince? Uh, no, no, that's it. That's everything. Best show of the week. Uh, it's gonna be Collision, man. Like I haven't even watched it, and I know Collision's the best, the show of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for next week. We're gonna cover that next week. No, best no, show I'm ca- of the week I'm- so far. Counting it for this week, I'm giving it. I'm giving it in advance. I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh shit! Shout out to Kofi Wheatson in the chat. Uh, greatest story of all time being told in Roman versus Jay and Shotzi Blackheart getting her uh, second chance at getting in Money in the Bank SmackDown is my pick for best show of the week. Okay, well, if I have to pick a show that I you do, that's watched. how this fucking show works. I'd give it a SmackDown too. LWO got two win- two wins. They had a total of maybe three segments if you count the Rim Stereo promo, like prior to Santos match. Uh, so there was that the closing segment with the Bloodline Shotzi. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of good there, you know. As per the Smack and Raw podcast, SmackDown 
was the best show of the week. Vince. Yes. Bend over and plug yourself for everybody. Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SDS Vince. The link tree in my bio will take you to everything straight talk, creation world, get your podcast, and smacking it raw. Uh, all right, you got it. You got it down. Okay. Anyways, but yeah, hit the link tree there. Give, give the episodes a like. We're going to try to set something up for next week um, where we talk about the NBA draft. So if you want more content for that, uh, go ahead and check it out. Search up SES Vince and your favorite podcast players. Find it there. That's the easiest way to find it. We're on the road to 50. We're three episodes away from the 50th episode. And on episode 50, we're going to do a six-star pigs of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. With Bashara and my cousin Frankie. So we're going to just all kind of sit there and just geek out about Spidey. You're done there? <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> Anything special about the 50th episode, Vince? Um, I don't know. Maybe tune in and you'll find out. Uh, you guys can also check out everything Creation World on social medias, whether it is TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter at It's Creation World, I T S C R E A T I A World. Uh, because Creation World is the banner under which the Smack and Raw getting off and all of our podcasts exist. So anything you need from us, you can go there. You can also go to Linktree slash Creation World, and that'll get you everything, including merch. We have new merch coming for you that is not podcast brand specific, but some stuff that, you know, for all your flavors of nerd you guys might enjoy. So uh, as soon as that's up, we will let you know, and you guys can check that out as well as the Patreon and everything else that we have for you is all at Linktree slash Creation World. You guys can follow me on Twitter only at Matt Ritter's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R or at Getting Off. Matt Ritter is for your wrestling content. Getting Off is for your horror content. If everything goes well this Father's Day weekend, we should have a new Pornhub exclusive watch-along for you since Vince is not available probably to do Saw. We're going to have to push that back a couple weeks. Yeah, hopefully. because I'll be at Collision, so and I think I might like go out with like my sister and my friends. So I don't, I don't want to like. I I tried to accommodate him. He wanted to do Saw. I I'm know. Give him another two weeks. If he's not available in two weeks, then he's fucked and he's out. Because we're doing Saw in two weeks. However, this weekend, keep your eyes peeled. There should be a new Pornhub exclusive watch along with Katie the Rack and hopefully Justin and Reek. Uh, to tickle your fancies and give you some laughs. Any so, uh, any insight on what you may be watching along? Um, I just think you should uh, you should join the core four for a watch along, and that may or may not be a hint as to what we could be checking out. Mm. Thankfully, I have access and workarounds to find out what that watch along is prior to it. It'll be a porn parody that I can tell you because that's what we do over there. Yeah, I know. I know. I, wa- I, I, also, I, I walked in on the first one. At Smackin' It Raw uh, over on TikTok, if you want to go follow me there, I got in trouble. I did this whole thing where I was like, we're the number one podcast on Pornhub, so I'm going to rank all of these horror characters in the order that I'd have sex with them because that's something that I saw people doing. But because I said Pornhub, they took the audio down, so then I had to reshoot it and phrase it as the hub. And so that's up there now. So you guys can go see my top. It's not a top 10, but like I ranked one through 10 randomized horror characters in the order that I would have them on the hub. Um, I'm going to watch so. that right now, actually. It's available at Smack and Raw on TikTok. Yeah, I'm going to go go hit the showers and then just play in the background while I, while I go ahead and like hit myself with my loofah. Get a good scrubbing in. 
for the Pornhub Poppy, Daddy Delgado, my friend Vince. I am the patron saint of podcasting, the word Matt Ritter, and this has been the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Let it go.